Hey guys, this is John Barksell, and I just want to tell you, if you haven't listened to the Three Ball Podcast, you're missing out on a host that's headed for brighter lights and bigger things. Galt Goldman has a plethora of accurate statistics, and his sports acumen, acumen is second to none. Look out, Stephen A., Skip, Pollock, Cowherd, Patrick. He's next. Catch him now so you can say you were there in the beginning. Hello, and welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast, everybody. Sorry. Um, I was supposed to do something. I recorded a segment with Connor. Now, something was wrong with the audio in certain parts of it, and I can't really fix it because I record this later in the day. And for me to release it and have all the time, and Connor does school and all that kind of stuff, we can't re record it because it was about, it was almost an hour's worth of stuff, and we can't go re record it because of other obligations. So I'm redoing the whole podcast. Um, none of it was Connor's fault. It's just audio on my side of things is a little bit messed up. So I think it'll definitely, it's not, I think it was only because I recorded with somebody and it went so long. So I'm going to try to keep this shorter and I'll see how the audio sounds on it. And obviously if the audio sounds good, then you'll be hearing this. But anyways, uh, a couple announcements before I wanted to start the podcast. Um, I have my 100th podcast episode coming out on Sunday, May the 30th. Well, if you if you listen to the podcast, you know with the schedule I run, I wouldn't have my 100th podcast on the 30th. So this is kind of how things are going to go. Um, today is the 95th podcast on May the 16th. The 96th will be on May 19th, which is a Wednesday. Uh, then the 97th will be on May 20th, a Thursday. The 98th will be on May 23rd, a Sunday. The 99th will be on May the... May the... Uh, I can't read that for some reason. I'll just pull up my calendar and I'll tell you. Because I can't read my own handwriting half the time, apparently. Which sucks. <laughs> so May the 23rd. And then we'll be doing May the 27th, which is a Thursday. And then the 100th episode will be on May 30th, which is a Sunday. So there you go. That's going to be the podcast schedule. It's going to be a little bit different. But I hope you guys... uh, I have a lot of good stuff planned for the 100th. So I kind of want to get some stuff together. And hopefully it'll be good. Also, on uh, leading up to the 100th, there are going to be like two episodes in one. So technically, you'll still be getting two episodes, but it's really just one. So just want to point that out and tell you guys what's going on real quick. So now, let's let's get started with uh, some stuff. So let's start off with Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin is back in the NFL as a New York Giant. He worked out. A lot of people think he's going to be moved to tight end. We'll see what happens. Uh, I I think it's good he's getting a second shot. He was no, it didn't keep himself in shape. But I do like comeback stories as long as your name's not Tim Tebow. I think uh, as long as you make an effort to come back and, you know, put in the work, I think Kelvin Benjamin has put in the work. I even think when Jamarcus was trying to make his comeback, he did put in the work to lose weight. So I can respect it if you are really putting in the grind. And I don't think Tebow's putting in the grind anyway, so I don't count that. But Kelvin has really put in the grind to lose weight and become a better athlete. I think he'll be playing tight end a little bit. We'll see what happens. Uh, moving on, Albert Pujols is on the Dodgers now. Um, I really don't. I'm a big Pujols fan, I guess you would say. Uh, I guess it's not ring chasing because in the MLB he has two rings, and in the MLB you don't have to have rings to be considered a goat or the greatest of all time. 
So I would say it's just, you know, I think he's a nice vet to add on the team. Um, so yeah. Um, that's all the quick stuff I want to cover now. I'm going to be telling you what is going on in the rest of the podcast. We have the dark side of football, the Chad Johnson. I watched that. I really liked it. So I'm going to be talking about that. Then I'm going to be talking the dark side of the ring with Nick Gage. Um, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, New Jack, passed away uh, on Friday, I do believe. So I'm going to be talking about that a little bit. Um, so yeah, and then we're going to be moving on to the first week of booking of the three ball wrestling. Uh, I had some other stuff planned, like reviewing New Jack and his John Cena match. But with Connor and the audio kind of messing up, I'm not going to review that by myself because I don't think there's any point in me reviewing it by myself. So we're kind of going to cut that out. And you'll just get my dark side, of this, dark side of football, dark side of the ring stuff. And the first week of booking for the three ball wrestling, which me and Connor came up with a creative name for it, uh, Fantasy Fake Wrestling, FFW. So I'm cool with it. Connor kind of branded it, so I'm cool with it. Uh, it's unfortunate you guys didn't get to hear our whole conversation about the whole FFW, but it was pretty funny. Maybe uh, Connor's definitely going to be a guest booker on at some point. Uh, in two weeks, because this this segment is going to happen every two weeks, and the whole reason I'm doing it is because I want to be a booker in wrestling. So that's the whole reason that's going to happen. But in two weeks, it'll be my friend Brandon who's going to be helping book. And so, yeah, I'm excited for it. But anyways, let's get to Dark Side of Football with Chad Johnson. So uh, Vice is a TV channel and a YouTube channel, blah, blah, blah. They cover a bunch of stuff. They have done a lot of Dark Side of the Rings, which covers covers the dark side of wrestling. Well, they decided they wanted to do football, which I thought was really cool. So the first episode was on Chad Johnson slash just diva wide receivers in general. Well, a lot of stuff, they, I didn't learn much about Chad because I'm a big football fan and I'm a big Chad fan. So I didn't learn much about Chad, but I guess the casual viewer, you do learn a lot about Chad. The only thing I really learned about him is that he lived with his grandparents and his granddad passed away, unfortunately. That was the only thing I learned about Chad. Uh, I got the whole Juco thing. I knew he went to Juco, Oregon State, NFL. I got all that. Uh, The way he he exited the NFL, I learned about that. So it was kind of, it was sad. Uh, But it it was a good documentary overall. I really liked it. Chad was wearing sunglasses the whole time and Chad put it put out a classic one-liner they always introduce yourself and he said i'm chad johnson and i was an okay nfl wide receiver that cracked me up uh because i'm a big chad fan but uh i really liked it thought it was cool um now let's talk about what i wanted to review before that i said i was going to do brian pillman but i didn't get a chance to watch the brian pillman thing um or didn't get a chance to watch Brian Pillman Part 2. I only got a chance to watch Brian Pillman Part 1. So I'll do that on one of these next podcast episodes. I'll do Brian Pillman Part 1 and Part 2. But I did watch Nick Gage. So I'm going to be talking about Nick Gage just to, you know, even it out. Nick Gage is a death wrestler. Deathmatch wrestler. He represents MDK and he's a deathmatch wrestler. That's about all you need to know about Nick Gage. Um, Nick Gage is cool. He's awesome. Uh... He has a huge fan base, considering he wrestles in death matches. Uh, he's wrestled David Arquette, which was a good match, in my opinion, until David Arquette got a little salty. But that's just me. Um, ultimately, it was, it's cool. It was a good documentary on him. Um, you got to see, you know, all his issues outside the ring. 
um, his mom passed away, his brother killed himself. You got all this stuff about like it, the wrestling business kind of screwed with him, and he almost died. He li literally died in a match. He was legally dead for seven minutes. You got all this cool stuff that you w wouldn't know about wrestling. And if you were just a casual fan, you wouldn't even know death matches existed. And I can't believe it's like a whole thing. I knew death matches existed, but I didn't know there was such a fan base for it. I just thought, you know, hey, it's ECW, but on steroids. I don't really know. We don't really know how many people are into this. But ultimately, there are a lot of people into it. I like Nick Gage. I would rather see him wrestle than death match, but obviously more people want to see death matches. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's... I just think Nick Gage is today's version of New Jack. Now, let's get into New Jack. Um, New Jack, unfortunately, passed away. Uh, I think it's rather sad. The only reason I really wanted to talk about New Jack in my depth is because me and Connor, I covered some New Jack stories when me and Connor were doing it. Um, but I was very sad to see the fact, because I was reading on like his on the Instagram page where they, like, they announced his death, blah, 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 even on YouTube comments. People really hate New Jack, and they're like, oh, forget him, he's going to hell, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, golly, passed away. I mean, there are a lot of people that, like, Aaron Hernandez didn't even get that much flack. I'm like, golly, I think it's bad that we're telling somebody he's going to go to hell, he passed away. I think it's very bad to speak ill to the dead, in my opinion, but that's just me. Um... Uh, it's just it's just tough. I'm, I'm a New Jack fan, so I I think it's tough as well. But golly, I don't like it when people speak ill of the dead. Anyway, it's it's definitely tough on them. Uh, New Jack obviously wasn't the most safe worker ever. I mean, but a lot of them can be counted up to. Just you're putting green green wrestlers against New Jack. Like uh, there's a thing with Mass Transit. Mass Transit was a 17 year old who said he was 21 and was a fill in in a match and. He disrespected New Jack before the match, and so New Jack went ham on him. They did spots on him for seven minutes, and while Devon sat outside the ring and just sat there, basically. But I mean, then there was the whole Vic Grimes thing, or Vic Grimes wouldn't do a spot on pay per view, and he ended up like breaking New Jack, like cracking New Jack's skull and all that. It's really bad stuff, honestly. And you know. New Jack lost sight out of his right eye for the rest of his life. It was, it's really bad stuff in wrestling that you don't want to see. But ultimately it happens. Uh, I think it's sad to see New Jack go out like that. Uh, oof. Um, I, I do believe this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because I'm not going to go through all the New Jack stories and blah, blah, blah and all that. But anyways, I, I rest in peace to New Jack. Um, so now let's get into three ball wrestling. So this is a week one of what I got booked. So this this is going to happen every other week, as I said earlier in the podcast. Every other week, uh, I think I'll have guest guest on every other guest on, too. Uh, like, Brandon is going to help me book in two weeks if if he wants to. Obviously, he doesn't have to, but Brandon's going to help me book. Um, so, and ultimately, this is FFW Fantasy Fake Wrestling. Obviously, none of these people are wrestling for me or under contract for me. Just want to get that out there. Disclaimer. Uh, yes, I don't have the money to hire freaking Rob Van Dam, Austin Aries, you know, and all those kind of guys. But anyways, I just think it's cool uh, because ultimately I want to book wrestling and I feel like this is a good way to get my name out there. If I can book fake shows that people enjoy, maybe they'll book, 
maybe they can book real shows that people enjoy. So let's go ahead and get it started. Um, Commissioner RVD. Um, so here's how this is going to work. I told you the roster a couple weeks ago. All guys aren't going to, I'm not going to make the older guys wrestle every other week. I don't want this to be unrealistic. I think I want it to be a little realistic. So RVD is the commissioner. Commissioner in quote terms. RVD is going to come out. He's going to open the show. Um, he's going to be high as usual, but that's kind of what we hired around here for RVD. Um, basically, he's got free reign to say whatever he wants because he's a legend, but we're just going to give him a few cue cards right here. He's going to like say, hey, thanks for uh, coming to watch FFW, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's going to announce the match card and that we are having a tournament for the world title. There are going to only be eight people from the world title. Spoiler alert, these people were picked out of a hat from, uh, I did little pieces of paper and I picked them out of a hat. So, these guys are not the best wrestlers on the roster. I just picked them out of a hat. So, I will tell you the roster. And I did an eight-person eight bracket. So, in round one, we had Enzo Amore versus Chris Bay. Joey Janela versus Suicide. Jay Lethal versus Dalton Castle. Austin Aries versus Leo Rush. Obviously, these are not my first picks for uh, a World Heavyweight title tournament, but I can book my I can book around this. Um, so, uh, and I think this is kind of challenging myself here. Uh, pick a random names out of a hat, and you've got to book your way around it. So I think I can book myself. Or I think I can book around it um, because that's really a challenge sometimes in wrestling. Somebody gets hurt, you got to put in somebody, and you got to book your way around it. So I think this is a good first challenge for me anyway. So booking my way around this. So these eight guys, this is really what I'm booking around for these first two shows. So in week one, here's what we got. Uh, so we're going to, after RVD does his little thing, we're going to go backstage to Enzo Amore with Big Cats. Enzo Amore is going to talk crap about how he's going to win the world title. He's going to win the world title tournament and Kaz is going to be with him. So blah, blah, blah. He's going to talk crap the whole time. And then we go to our first ever match, the TV title match. Obviously, we're not on TV, so I don't know why we have a TV title, but we can call it the radio title. Radio title or TV title. Who cares? Anyways, it's Jeff. It's going to be Christopher Daniels versus Jeff Hardy. Now, the reason I picked these two guys are both are very likable guys who can go on a one-month feud and still both be faces at the end of it. And maybe one of them can turn heel if they want to. Maybe I can do the Jeff Hardy Willow thing. But ultimately, I want these guys to both be good guys for the long run. But I need two likable guys to get the show started. Good first match. Both of these guys are very good wrestlers. So we're going Christopher Daniels versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, this is going to be a good match. I think Hardy, I'm booking Hardy to win. He's going to win off the twist of fate. And then he's going to go up to the top rope and do the Swanton Bomb. One, two, three. I'm not booking the actual matches. I just booked the finish on this because, you know, these two guys are really good. I want Hardy to win off the Swanton Bomb twist of fate thing. So he does it. He wins. Uh, very good match, I would hope. Daniels is a good worker. Hardy's a popular guy. We put uh, Hardy is the first ever person to get a pinfall, which I think is really important because in Impact Wrestling, the first ever person to win a match is Jimmy Wang Yang. And I don't know if that's exactly what people are going to remember about Impact. I really want the first episode of FFW to get traction. Jeff Hardy has won the first ever match in the company. So I think that's why I did it like that. Um, 
Then we have the first ever tournament match. We have Enzo Amore versus Chris Bay. I really like Chris Bay. I really like what he's got. But ultimately, I think Enzo is more popular right now. He's definitely more popular, I think. So we're going to have Enzo win the match. I want it to be a good match. And I don't want it to bury Chris Bay because I really like Chris Bay. So I really wish I could have had him win the tournament. But Enzo is a better talker. Uh, not necessarily a better wrestler, but he's more popular, carries more traction with him. So I'm going to have him win the match. Enzo's going to win, but he's not going to bury Chris Bay. It's going to be a tough match. It's going to make Chris Bay look good and Enzo look good. So there's the first match. Enzo's going to win. It's going to be the first tournament match right there. Now let's move on. Uh, the third match on the card, we're going to have Tennille Dashwood versus Mickey James. Now I like Tennille Dashwood. I've liked her ever since she was... In WWE with the whole Emma gimmick. I, I thought it was goofy, but WWE always has goofy gimmicks anyway. She made it work, in my opinion, but that's just me. And Mickey James, who just got released by WWE. Um, so, here we go. This is the Tennille Dashwood versus Mickey James match. Tennille is going to win by cheating because she's the heel here. We want Mickey to be a baby face here. Uh, Tennille is going to win by cheating. And then she's going to beat Mickey James up after the match, giving him, giving her more heat to go along with her cheating. And then Tennille is going to be beating up Mickey James after the match, blah, blah, blah. Then Tay Conti is going to run out and make the save, which sets up a feud between two young, talented women, between Tennille Dashwood and Tay Conti. Good booking so far, I think, in my opinion. So then we're going to go backstage. Jay Lethal, and he's going to be talking about how him and Dalton have fought in ROH, and they're going to put on a good match tonight, blah, blah, blah. We'll see you later. So then, the next match is going to be Kenta Kobashi and Tetsuya Naito versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Team New Japan versus Team Mexico, basically. That's kind of what this whole thing is right here. Uh, Andrade and Garza were tag team WWE, and we got the two New Japan guys and uh, Tetsuya Naito and Kenta Kobashi. Um, this is going to be a good match. I want most of these guys to get in the moves. And Andrade is going to pin Tetsuya Naito with help from Garza to get the heels to win here. Uh, Team New Japan is going to be, you know, upset that, you know, they didn't get cheated out of. But, you know, Garza and Andrade can use some heel tactics here, the classic heel move. Um, so, and this can set up a feud for these two tag teams because we do have tag team titles. But we don't have real tag teams yet. But maybe this could be the start of something special here. In the main event, I two of uh, two trusty guys. I was really happy I drew these two guys out of the hat. But ultimately, I was kind of sad they had to face each other in the first round because I really like both of these guys. But ultimately, we got Jay Lethal versus Dalton Castle in the main event. I've seen a couple of their ROH matches. I like them, so I put them in the main event. Hopefully, it's good. <laughs> Should be a good match between them. Both are very good. And Lethal's going to win with Lethal Injection and win the match. And after round one, Enzo moves on and Jay Lethal moves on. And so that's the end of week one. All these are going to be short. It's going to be eight segments uh, with uh, eight things, counting promos and matches. I'm going to go eight per week. So ne the next eight will be Austin Aries versus in the next show. The two tournament matches are Aries and Leo Rush and Joey Janela and her suicide. You can guess I'm gonna book my way around that with Joey Janela. Uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't dislike Joey Janela, but you know, hey, it's all good. We can fit Joey Janela in there somewhere. 
But anyways, um, that's kind of kind of be the end of week one. We're gonna go off the air with Jay Lethal pointing at a, a title that we're gonna have, but we're gonna have the title by the commentary table. He's gonna be pointing at the title. Oh, there he's gonna be talking trash on commentary because Aries is a commentator um, in in the program. But that's gonna go. That's how we're gonna end the show. And uh, you can give me feedback on what you think of the show. You can you can tell me, hey, you should do this different. You should do that different. I don't care. I will take criticism. And I will you know use it to make the show better. And if you guys have any ideas on how I can make this more entertaining for you. Uh, we can even do like fan votes uh, on like who should get title shots and stuff like that in this imaginary company that I have going on. But ultimately, this is just so I can get my name out there in the wrestling world. If this if this does get popular and I get a job opportunity because of this, I will be so happy. You guys will be the first one that I will thank for this opportunity. But I I enjoy this, and you know hopefully the people, the guests I have on that did this with me will enjoy it. But you know hey. Hopefully this goes well. Hopefully this is a good podcast episode and you guys like the changes that I've made with the wrestling. But hey, if you didn't, um, it'll be at the end for a reason. You don't have to listen to it. So hey, you know, good for you if you got through the first part of it. Um, So thank you for listening to the 3 Ball Podcast. Hopefully audio issues, uh, we don't have them again uh, because me and Connor actually had a very good segment. I was pissed it went away, but hey, it happens sometimes. Luckily, I have enough time to redo a short little podcast. And uh, let's see. Brandon should be on uh, the 23rd.Opefully, maybe he'll come on the 23rd and do. we'll do week two of the FFW. But anyways, thank you for listening to 3 Ball Podcast. Stay safe and peace out.